Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And we welcome you to this Solstice Gateway This is a very sacred session today as we are truly in our most expanded place in this solar gateway. Welcome everyone. Allow this light from the great central sun to expand us and assist us in shedding all that no longer serves us. We are joined in a ceremonial celebration today with a 17th dimensional spokesbeing with the Council of Light, here to remind us of the love, light, and joy that we are meant to be and live in each moment. Marilyn Harper is the channel for Adiranda with the Council of Light, and she's here to share holographic healing, which is a dimensional process of restructuring the emotional, mental, and physical body. Marilyn, thank you. Welcome back to Quantum Conversations. Thank you so much. I have been looking forward to this for I don't know, a month it seems. Of course, a week right now seems like months or a week seems like a minute. But it, I have, I'm honored to be on your show again, Loren, and it is a wonderful show. When I listen, I always get really excited about the cutting-edge speakers that you have, and they're really powerful. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, what you offer are some incredible spiritual teachers from higher perspectives and dimensions, and that is very helpful to all of our listeners because we I, I've learned a lot about the diversity of information, and when it's truthful, it's something that someone knows within themselves, and it's amazing to see the um, the corroboration, the, uh, uh, the the common threads of information. It's so beautiful. So 
Thank you for joining us once again. We're going to learn about holographic healing and go into the Akashic Records in a new and easier way. And this has been shown to you, and it's what you're bringing forth, helping so many people access. Before we get to that process, let's talk a little bit about the current energies you mentioned right it could feel like minutes or it could feel like months in this time span that we are in and going through and lately timelines has been a topic what do you notice about time timelines and the energy so far this year you know what I see in the time there you know I think several years ago Adiranda brought in who's the spokesman for the council the information that um there was a rip actually in the time space continuum and it was after that that people started noticing that that sometimes time would fold in upon itself and you would do something that would normally take you you know, an hour, and it, it might take, you know, 10 minutes by the clock or something that would take you an hour, and it might take you seven hours by the clock. And it's like it, it was not, it was the time-space continuum was no longer consistent. And I think that that has gotten a bit more intense this year. Um, I, you know, everything is moving forward. This is a year of of new beginnings. This is a year, I mean, it's a, it's a one, ten year, um, moving into, according to the one, one, uh, a double digit that we did on January the 1st, which we would invite all of your listeners to go onto our website and listen to that. But, uh, they said that, that they are incorporating the new beginnings of this year with the energy of source, which, with the zero and with the, the summer solstice, it's like magnified even greater. So uh, time really is an exact um, manifestation or uh, response. That's a better word. Response to your um, intention. In other words, now I've noticed this year more than any other time I've ever experienced Oh, she was right to the good part. She noticed something now more than any other time. Let's hold that place for her as she jumps back on the line. She just popped off. Boy, okay. All right, so I'm taking a quick note so that we can remind her of where she was. And I just think that it is a great year to uh, be where time is an exact response to your intention. <clears throat> yes, time is an exact response to your intention. And as we wait for her to jump back on, I'll go ahead and share a personal story. Just this morning, I noticed when I was in a calm state and a few minutes behind getting to my gym class, I didn't look at the clock the whole way driving, and I maintained a state of grace and peace, and there was nothing I could do about it anyway. 
So uh, what was interesting is that once I got to the gym, the class had not even started yet. It was about uh, eight minutes late. And so that was perfect for me. So that is a great reminder that time is an exact response to your intention. All right, everyone, stand by. I'm going to send a quick number note over to Maryland and get her back. Stand by. Hello. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I gave you the best answer. It, it was so good. <laughs> well, good, because we have a placeholder for you. And it was like, oh, right at the point where you said uh, time is an exact response to your intention, you noticed just today. <laughs> and so it's like, wow. And so it reminded each of us. Uh, about our own experiences bending time, if you will. So what did you just notice today? <laughs> well, I noticed today that this morning I was I was kind of, I had my to-do list and it just kept getting longer and longer. And mm. and I noticed that I stopped, I, I went into my and connected with the heart coherence uh, like they do in heart math. I don't know if you've ever had any heart math speakers on. But mm-hmm. it, I could recommend some. And and I just said, you know, I've got plenty of time to do everything that I I choose to get done today. And it was like today seemed like it was about 48 hours long. I, I kept looking at the clock thinking, mm-hmm. it's got to be 4.30. <laughs> and... And I, I, you know, I did all of my to-do list. I'm completely finished, and it's like normally that would take me three days. And I think it, I think the key is that the way the time-space continuum is working now is it responds to our response more so than ever before. Um, I, I find that if I get harried and think. Oh, I don't have enough time to do such and such and such and such, then I don't. I I find that it, it folds upon itself. And 
what would normally be an hour feels like 15 minutes and vice versa. So I think, I mean, we know that we have to be aware of um, what we think and what we say uh, now more than ever. But time, which according to many teachers doesn't actually exist, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, I, we still operate on a linear scale of, okay, at, at 5 o'clock Central Time, I'm going to be on Quantum Conversations with Lorraine right. Daly, <laughs> you know. So we still operate with that watch, that clock mm-hmm. in front of us. But, but it really, especially with this solstice, it's like the energy is built up to this solstice. This is the longest day of the year, and, and it, it feels like that, even though I know that the time frame from, you know, when I got up at six to now is the same linear hour, but it has, it seems to have expanded based upon my intentions. I think that's really neat. And I think it really is how we operate in the quantum realm. And I love how it was focused on or centered and anchored in the heart, right? Staying calm, staying coherent, and not letting yourself get flustered. I shared a similar story, and that was on my way to the gym. I was beyond late, and when I got there, though, because I uh, could do nothing about time, I stayed heart-centered, calm, envisioning what I wanted, not even looking at the clock. And by the time I got there, the whole class was a few minutes late. Uh, it, it started <laughs> late. So this, these are fine examples of how we really, truly uh, can navigate through these times. So I think that's cool. Thank you so much for sharing on that. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it really, that that really, to to bring us kind of into where we are today, that really is the premise for for most everything, Lauren. It's it's intention is um, a key and has been especially since 2012. But now, more than ever before, I find that the energy and other people and the physical body and everything is responding to the intention that I'm thinking, feeling, and speaking. You know, I think that that's one of the things that that people get the opportunity to learn, and that's that that their thoughts. I I just took um, a HeartMath workshop with Greg Braden and Howard Martin, the founder of HeartMath, and our They've now proven scientifically that the action that happens in our body actually is triggered in our heart. Now, we, we've known that for a few years. However, I don't know that we're consciously aware of how deeply that trigger goes. How by staying in your heart and not getting flustered, not getting, you know, scattered, 
uh, by what appears to be current reality, and I, you know, say that with those little quotation marks around it, uh, <laughs> it is truly about um, it's lengthening our telomeres, and our telomeres are our little little fibers that directly affect our aging process. And by people staying in that state of a heart-centered place, no matter what appears to be happening, they're they're living longer and they're living healthier. And we're working with the heart for healing, and not just for healing on the heart, but the heart for healing on other parts of the body and it it has it this we are living in exciting times Lauren it has been it has been a, a year of records for us and it, it's just it's just pretty exciting uh, all of the um, things that are happening a year of records absolutely and Boy, oh boy, we are certainly being tested on our ability to stay in the heart, are we not? <laughs> yes, I mean, in, in the face of everything. But you know what I love there about that? Uh, now science is proving the power of love. Yes. Lengthening the telomeres. Yes, it's so exciting. I. It, it it really is when you look at what science is finally doing to acknowledge the power of love, and um, it it it's just phenomenal that you can love a person into a peaceful relationship. Love does shift the vibrational frequency of the physical mental, emotional, and spiritual body. And if that's the case, of which it is now scientifically proven that it is, everything is possible. Mm -hmm. You know, we've said for several years, everything is energy and intention is everything. But now it's like if you think in your mind, my body is healthy and my body is getting stronger, that's only one component. You have to feel in your heart what it feels like to be healthy and strong. You have to feel, you know, I, I was speaking with someone the other day and they were asking about their sweetheart, uh, which, you know, is one of the top three questions that Adirondack gets asked. And, you know, we just said, you know, it, it's time to feel in your heart the, the feelings of being your own sweetheart, of 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 understanding the sweetheart, not just going through the actions, but feeling the emotional content, because that the heart is what sends out the signal, and it's so exciting to see those changes on a global scale when science is catching up and proving. Woo woo. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, proving woo woo. It's about time. Okay, no <laughs> wonder no wonder it's all been fascinating to us so much in so many ways. 
Okay, now science is proving it. Well, one of the fascinating things in the quantum field is the Akashic Records, where we are able to access this information about ourselves, and you are working with the Akashic Records in this new energy. You were saying earlier, it's actually getting easier. So let's talk about holographic healing, because that's really what you're doing. It works with the Akashic Records. Yes, um, holographic healing is about uh, we this this is a part of our special offer too. We we did one class of holographic healing last November, and it's available on our website to purchase the recordings. But what we've discovered in holographic healing is with the matrix of the new energy the way it is that we can go into the physical body holographically uh, and and start reorganizing it we can rebuild discs for degenerative disc disease we can rebuild knees that would normally take a knee replacement surgery we can rebuild veins where you'd have to have a, a stent put in because the circulation has stopped we can rebuild those we can rebuild eyes that have um um, macular degeneration. Now that was holographic healing level one, but now we're taking it to the next level in holographic healing level two, which is all about the emotional core, the emotional cause, the, the foundation of, of why something happened in the first place. And in working with this energy in the past, you know, really eight months, a year. I mean, I've always worked in the Akashic Records, and if you're listeners, I'm sure they know what the Akashic Records are, but just really briefly, the Akashic Records are any thought, situation, event, lifetime, experience that you have had in your, since the beginning of your existence, um, in the past and in the future, on this planet or any other planet. Now, I know there's a lot of teachers that say, well, the Akashic Records only go on this planet. But, you know, I didn't read that rule book. So, <laughs> so I go everywhere. And I've discovered in the past year that we go into the Akashic Records in a completely different way. And it happens. I actually teach a class called Leveraging Your Akash. Um, and it is we go into the akashic records in the past you had to really get in almost an altered state so you could sense and see and and connect with the energies of are you still there oh yes i'm here we're here okay it got quiet all of a sudden uh oh <laughs> she's gone into the akashic records already <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we go in in a completely different fashion. I mean, now it is like I do a two-hour class, and we go in and out four or five times, in, out, in, out, and pick up, in addition to the experiences that you really get the opportunity to heal from, which is relatively typical, what we're doing now is picking up your strongest and your best qualities. So you can um, 
accommodate that. So you can experience, you know, the second most asked question is, what is my purpose? Why am I here? And when you go into your Akashic Records and you see where your strongest quality was initially set up, you think, wow, how am I using that now? And that leads you into your purpose for this life. I, I mean, Loren, it is absolutely fascinating the way we are working in the Akashic Records. And when you couple that with holographic healing, meaning going interdimensionally into the human body and rearranging the nerves, the muscles, the the avenues, the pathways, the bones, the brain. Um, uh, we had an experience in the holographic healing one where we actually worked in the brain with the area of the brain that incorporates and utilizes long-term memory because that's kind of where the Akashic Records, part of it is stored there. Uh, and then we started centering it into the field. In the past, the um, uh, Akashic Records were thought to be in the cells of the body and only mm. in the cells of the body or in some big record keeper in the sky. And, and we went into this building and went into this stuff and went down a path and all of that. But what we found in the past year is the Akashic Records are actually in the field around our body. And your field may go out two or three or four feet or more around your body, and that's where your records are actually stored. And so, you know, that's why when you bump into somebody and you have an instant friendship with them, it's because your field recognizes their field and the lifetimes that you had together. Or the opposite. You bump into somebody and you think, <laughs> yikes, I'm going the other way. I don't want to bump into you again. Well, something in the Akash in your field. And, and they're scientifically proving now that the energy in your field carries with it the the programs, the memories, the imprints from that Akash. I mean, science is just doing some amazing things, and it's really, really wonderful. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm so excited to be alive at this point in life. Well, that just makes the, the most sense about the Akashic Records being in our field because we know that our thoughts can crystallize in the field. So as more light is shed on this and the work that you do with the information that you get, it's amazing that it's all coming together. So when this information is in our field, it's really important to clear out the negative or the lower density, right? Because that affects us and even becomes a physical ailment. I guess you would call these distortions. Yes, distortions is a really good way to describe it. And when you have these distortions in the the field, then that sort of presses in upon the physical body and 
the body responds to the intention that is around it. Um, mm-hmm. And so if you've got this this uh, old anger from this lifetime or any other lifetime, that many times will manifest in a disease of some sort. And also what we've found in going into the Akash in this capacity, and this was not new information, but it seems to be happening more rapidly. Um, everything that ever happened to us, the emotional response to that repeats every seven years. So we're all on a seven-year cycle from the time, of, from your inception, actually, and mm. um, in this, in each lifetime, and it uh, incorporates the emotional response to um, a, a differing situation. And so, by working in the akash, you can go back actually to when you were in the womb and accommodate those memories and that imprinting there and go back to, you know, other lifetimes, other existences and see. And it's it's amazing, Lauren. Once you see, sense, feel, hear, however you get your information, um, the core experience, the core cause of this illness or ailment or disease or however you want to describe it. You know, nowadays we all have to use the right terminology. It's like whatever. <laughs> and um, But whatever it is, once you light upon that, it's like it mystically starts releasing. Again, responding mm-hmm. to the intention. Isn't that amazing how it totally unravels? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and and it unravels more simply than I've ever seen it before. I have a, a friend, a client, a galactic shaman, um, Leandra Murray, who is a speaker at our convergence in September in Denver. You're really close to there. You you might have oh. to be a special guest of ours. Um, but uh, she has started doing knee replacement on mm. the matrices of the body without ever doing surgery, just going into the Akashic records and having the physical body respond to the release of that that programming. I mean, oh. that is the power of awareness. And it's our consciousness. Once our consciousness becomes aware of that memory, then that's all that's necessary. Wouldn't you say that if we were to categorize the release of this illness or the core cause that actually structures so much of our own experience in this incarnation, once we see, once we're able to get to that consciousness of what that was, the awareness of what that was, would you say that that's about 70% of the work? And yes. Then the, mm-hmm, and then the rest of the work, I'm guessing, or in my experience would be 10% would be to rewrite it and exchange, um, to transfer it, to shift it. And then the remaining 20% would be to watch how that leaves your your, your system. That's my take on it. How do you feel? How do you categorize it? Well, it, it's it's pretty fascinating because 
um, in the holographic healing level one, which we did last November, and it's all available on recording, but uh, on my website. But it's um, where we went into the physical body and restructured it. So ultimately, that was what you're saying is 30% or less of what the actual cure is. And yet people responded surprisingly. We only did a little bit about the emotional content, but now we're going into the emotional content. And that, you're right, that's where the brunt, the 70%, if you want to apply the numbers to it, the the lion's share of the the energy is about uh, that's preventing you from healing or causing you to heal, and it, it's 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 absolutely fascinating uh, when you think of all of the different capacities that, that I mean. The human body itself is such a miracle. It is such a, a, a mechanical, electrical system when we think that we're only using 5 or 6% of our brain. And what would happen if we can harness more of the heart to mm. wield that brain capacity and the field to support the the healing of the akash so it it just comes in in such a strong sense that that humanity they just can't say no it it is factual it's scientific it's proven and the people that are working with, you know, terminal illnesses even have been reversed by utilizing the energy. And it's 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 just, you know, it boggles my mind to think that the life that we are living in now is based so strongly on that intention, so strongly on that that percent of the emotional core being healed mm-hmm. and healing and to acknowledge the goodness that we are in our creation and it's just it's it's just wondrous times isn't it wondrous indeed well that process that you described of working in the akash and and getting to the core cause or or whatever of an emotion it would be wonderful if you could lead us in a process that would do that and also we'll have a channeling from adaranda i'm guessing that those are two different things right or does adaranda <laughs> come through uh, well, we're all kind of blended, but Adirondack will want to come through directly without mm-hmm. my without my blend okay. uh, later on. But let's. Uh, how about if we see if we can take your audience into the uh, their Akashic records mm-hmm. and let us see if we can pull up the experience that is holding within it whatever is in their highest good to know right now. 
to affect their life. How's that sound? That's perfect. Okay. I, and so I we find re- that I set an intention. So okay. Yeah. So what I'd mm-hmm. like everybody to do then is to just first take a really deep breath. Very good. And take another deep breath again and just allow your breathing to slow down just a bit. And of course, if you're driving now while you're listening to this, don't close your eyes. <laughs> and and just allow yourself with your intention to drop into your heart center. And if it helps to just touch your heart center just a little bit to allow your your body to know where to put its intention or attention. Just touch your heart center and just breathe directly into that space. We know that we are all cleared and sealed and protected. The only energies that can be shown are energies from the light. And we know with our intention, each person that listens to this now or in the future will be able to easily and effortlessly go into their own personal akash, their own personal record keeper, and see, sense, feel, hear, know in any way that is the way important for them to experience it, whatever is in their highest good and highest joy to know about their past, that is affecting them now. Take a deep breath, in slowly and hold for a second, and then out slowly. And in slowly, hold, and then out. We allow the hall of Akash to show any way that is in each of our highest goods to sense it. Whether it's images on the inside of our mind, a knowingness, a sight like a video, Just ask to be shown whatever situation is affecting us most right now for our highest good and our highest joy. Just breathe into that intention. And allow the images of the color, 
or the vision or the sense, the knowingness to just appear, float to the surface. What is in our highest good to know? As soon as you have those images, that sense, ask what are you to learn from this? And when you have that answer, Take a deep breath and keep your heart centered. And take another deep breath and allow yourself to come back to the present. And another deep breath and if your eyes were closed, open your eyes. So how did that feel, huh? Well, that was very interesting, that beautiful process, because the more we sat, well, I'll share my personal experience, the more I sat with it and breathed into it and in that intention, the more the images changed. Mm -hmm. At first I saw one image, I can't explain or get what I got about that, but it led me to another image. And basically, uh, basically, it's uh, me having to do it all myself, not really delegating enough. And so the message I got, the lesson is, it's okay to trust others. Teamwork makes the dream work. So that was ah. a great process. Nice. Very nice. I, I got um, very immediate. In, is I saw this ochre, this, this like a... a uh, an earthen color ochre mm-hmm. um, and like a deep yellow and um i i saw my hands on it and they weren't they weren't like my hands now but they were darker and i'm getting ready to i was invited by dr bruce lipton to go to a sundance ceremony next week and as a guest i'm i'm not native american in this lifetime but i saw the time when I was, and we were building a lodge, a sweat lodge, which I know we're going to be doing next week. And so it's like I, I've been a little concerned about it. And when mm-hmm. I heard what am I to learn was everything will be fine. My 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 cellular memory, my field will remember what it's like to do the work that we're going to be doing next week. So... You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for that beautiful process. 
And listeners, if you'd like to chat in your experience, please refresh your screen first and enter your question on the Q&A. Again, refresh your screen, F5 on PCs, and uh, enter your comments or your questions on that. Beautiful. Well, we have some hands raised, and I don't know if these are questions for Adiranda or for you, but I'm guessing it's a little bit of both. So, uh, <laughs> Probably. We'll yeah. start, and if Adiranda needs to come in, then that's fine. <laughs> okay. Shifting on a dime. I love it. Okay. Let's go to Beverly Hills, California, zero, uh, 0710, phone number ending in. You're muted. What's your name, please? Beverly Hills. Hello. Okay. Sorry, Beverly Hills. We're moving on. Let's go to North Dade, Florida. Hi, you're unmuted. What's your name, please? Hello. Hi. Hi, this is Sam. Hi, Sam. Do you have a question for Marilyn or Adirondo? Yes, I do. Um, um, I guess whomever's able to answer it for me. My question is, <laughs> I would definitely like to know um, in my past life, what is it that I've come to, I guess, work on, but at the same time I feel it's holding me back from, I guess, achieving what I, I need to achieve this lifetime and how I can rectify that? Well, let me just get out of the way and let Adiranda, who's the dimensional uh, connector, um, can look into your uh, energy, Sam, if that's all right, and see what they see, sure. all right? Okay. Mm. Ah, sort of good day to you, huh? Very good to see your energy again, Moran. We are at Ronda, and as we are connecting in, we know that as that energy connects, that you are actually accommodating the the focus of uh, uh, the galaxies in expanding your own radiance throughout this planet, Lorraine. We wanted to express that to you. Uh, and as for Sam, ah, dearest, dearest Sam, you have asked this question. And your belief is that there's something that is holding you back. So when we went into the Akash, did you sense or see or feel something, huh? I did. And what was the image that you sensed or saw or felt or what was the image, huh? Um, basically when it was said to, to look into it to see what is kind of holding back. For me, what the answer that I got was love and tolerance. Love and tolerance, that that is holding you back, huh? I mean, I'm not sure if that's what's holding you back, but that's what kind of popped out to me. Excellent. So let us look into that further, into your cause. What we are sensing, uh, did you get any colors or any energies other than just the words love and tolerance in the Akash? 
Um, I didn't get any color, but I did feel the energy on the right side of my body. So what we are sensing is that you were a masculine energy. This looks to be maybe 200 year old, and you were um, a, a leader in your community, and you were very much of a communicator. Um, and we would say that that may be following you now, or you may hesitate to communicate your thoughts and ideas. Um, so it's one or the other, opposites usually. Uh, and what we are seeing in that lifetime is that in the masculine energy, it was um, you were leading your community and you were falling into an old trap of being intolerant uh, or judgmental with the people of your community. And you were um, almost... Um, truly doing what you thought was best but for your community but it was passing judgment on on others that were not quite as fortunate as you and as a result in this lifetime you vowed i mean we could go into the situation a bit more deeply but maybe that would be for a private session but you vowed in this lifetime to accommodate that tolerance of acceptance of all things all beings all people all situations and to love them does that make sense with your your intention um yeah i can tell and so, how i am now yes exactly yes and and you probably had to grow into that because there were um uh, holdovers from other lifetimes however what we are seeing is that there's some part of you that feels as though that being by being tolerant or loving to all, it is almost like like uh, uh, surrender to others and surrender your your path, your love, your desires to others, and that is not necessarily uh, what your intention is in this lifetime it is about incorporating that love and that tolerance in all parts but still taking action and um you know um to sort of lay down and allow others to sort of overrun you uh is uh, a, a part of that programming from this previous lifetime and because you want to go in opposition of that that programming that you had a couple of hundred years ago. And so what we are seeing for you is the acknowledgement of expanding that love. You are an activator. You activate the love vibration in others. Are you aware of that? Um, a little bit, yeah. It is like whenever you come into a room or come into an area, uh, things start shifting around. People notice you, they look at you, they uh, they are aware of your energy because your energy field is so much bigger. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so that is that love vibration that you are indeed living. So ideally, your purpose is only to find your joy and then live it. 
And whatever you are doing, you must love what it is that you are doing. So anything that you could do where you would come into contact with people, anything that you would do where you would come into contact with a wide variety of people, because as you know, everyone on the planet has to awaken. That is a key for shifting your consciousness and to know that you are tolerant now. That is what the message that you got in your Akashic records and that you are accepting and you've accommodated this in a female body. You sound like you are in a female body now, yes? Yes. So you are indeed, we don't want to assume anything, <laughs> but you are then working through that balance of masculine and feminine. And and we congratulate you for that. So as far as your purpose, it is to allow all in your environment to feel that same heart-centered love that you are uh, feeling now. You see what we say? Does that help, huh? Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. So thank you for your call, Sam. Thank you for connecting with us. We were waiting and wondering, when when is it our turn to talk, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> how could we not let the 17th dimensional spokesbeing speak? Thank you. Okay. Yes. And welcome to the show once again beautiful information well are you ready for another caller oh yes we are always ready for another caller and another question we love questions yes and we love your explanation of all so here we go we're going to somerville new jersey you're unmuted hello hi how are you hello hi hi what's your name my name is eva Hi, um, hi. Um, I'm very excited to ask my question. Um, I I know that I have a galactic lineage or something, but I'm not able to really pinpoint it, and I didn't know if um, Adiranda had any information on that for me to pick up anything. Uh, well, dearest Eva, we see your light and we see your energy as it is coming through through the virtual reality. And one of the reasons you may have had a difficult time pinpointing your galactic heritage is because you are a combination. Um, we see you as Syrian, hmm. you know, from Sirius. Uh-huh. We see you as Arcturian and Vegan. Uh, not to be confused with vegan, but vegan <laughs> from the planet of vegan. And, mm -hmm. or not Las Vegas either, but the <laughs> vegan energy is very unusual on this planet. And, uh, of course, all, it is like, you know, you would have, uh, if you were on this planet, it would be a, a Scotch-Irish heritage, although you're different galaxies. Uh, with the Syrian, you carry a very strong imprint of, of, the desire of structure, a strong imprint of that that energy of of building something that is going to last, building that energy. And we would wager that you are very loyal and very honorable to those that you love. And you are just like once you commit to someone, you are always committed to them, yes? Yes. 
and that is your Syrian heritage. Your Octorian heritage, or the Syrian heritage, also is very much accommodating with that love vibration. Now, the Octorian heritage is very much more technical, and it is the opposite of that love vibration, because the Octorians actually are sort of coming to this planet to learn love again, and and they're very technical. They're a little standoffish energetically, and they carry with them that that imprint of um, feeling a little uh, foreign or separate from the world around them. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And then the vegan, which is so interesting, is is so galactic. It is like you are not from here, you don't feel like you're from here, and you wonder, what the heck am I doing here? And uh, You understand what we say? So you've got uh-huh. all three of that combination going on in your body. So we would say it is it is a, a party every time you step out of bed, huh? <laughs> yes. And so what we would recommend for you, do you meditate, Eva? I try. We want you to, in the next seven days, we want you to set a timer on your phone, if you can. We we love there's a meditation timer called Insight Timer that is, we don't know, it may be free or very cheap. Uh, for It's an app that tells you how many people are meditating with you. But we want mm-hmm. you to set a timer for just, start with five minutes, if you can, and by the end of seven days, work up to seven minutes. And then if you go on, then uh, 10 minutes and eventually 15. But we only want you to think of, I am Eva, one energy for this planet. Hmm. And And you breathe into that statement. If you want to breathe into each word, I am Eva. One energy for this planet. And what that will do is that will start integrating your ancestry. It will start integrating your heritage into your physical form and into your heart center. And with that intention, that you are integrating the Syrian with the Arturian with the vacant. And then we feel that you will be a bit more grounded on this planet because very few people that are on this planet are from this planet. And you're from three different galaxies, so it is no wonder that you feel a little um, lost as to who your, where your ancestry is. Mm-hmm. Does that help, huh? That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Yes, yes, you're most welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. Well, you know, I think uh, I would like to ask Adiranda uh, to feel into our group energy and talk to us about New Earth leadership, stepping into our power, accessing all of our skills and talents, and really taking great strides to bring in our dreams in a big way. Ah, our favorite subjects. 
Good. Oh, you are reading our energy, dearest Lauren. That's why you are the boss on this. Huh? Mm-hmm. So understand that the leadership of this planet is in a huge state of flux. It is shifting and changing and moving around in ways that it has never moved before. You know, uh, the leadership of the United States, <laughs> Donald Trump, if you can call him the leader, um, he is, uh, his numerological number adds up to a three, which is a catalyst for change and connection to the ascended masters. So when you put those two combinations together into this leadership, that is why when, when we hear people complaining about the leadership and the government and this government and all the other governments and the decisions that are being made, by that complaint, they're part of the problem. And that to be a part of the solution, because the heart is the purchase order to the universe, yes? So to be a part of that solution, you must hold in your heart the wisdom of the leadership of this planet and share that wisdom with them and ask the universe, ask through the ethers for them to have a a shift of consciousness to accommodate the pathway of the guidance of clarity, wisdom, love. Even if that is all they did, it would change the vibration of this planet. And with that energy of shifting the consciousness and vibration of this planet, the innate abilities of humanity, they are so completely strong now that that is why you can sort of bend time with your intention. That is why when you when you are thinking, when you are feeling a bit panicky about your your uh, uh, travel plan, the universe will respond and bring you more of that panic. So it is really a matter of of keeping yourself as centered as possible and acknowledging that your innate abilities, every, you know, Master Yeshua, uh, Jesus, the Christed one, is on our council that we are the spokesbeing for. And as he has said on many occasions in many different messages, is you are not less than he. You have the same capabilities as he. He just came in knowing what his capabilities were, and you are still remembering. And so now it is time to to really take action. Now is the time to step into your own presence. Now is the time to accommodate what you're creating and know that when you surrender to the divine order of the process, holding your intention at the center of your heart, the universe literally starts shifting around to accommodate that intention. Whatever you are putting your attention on, that is your purchase order and to the universe. And 
with that energy of being able to be the difference that you would like to see on this planet and the acceptance that everything is possible, the change will occur. Understand that you cannot any longer say any positive affirmations or new thought forms or say anything that you are not feeling in your heart no matter how much you are wanting to convince yourself of it. It is not that. It is a whole new vibration of energy, of being able to feel so deeply what you are creating, what you are acknowledging, that that energy and that vibration is... expanding beyond where you ever thought possible, that now when you are asking for clarity and guidance for what your next step is, you will be shown in one way or another. Keep in mind, it is still up to you to identify it. You know, you've got the old story of the the lifeboat and the person that was drowning and they sent the lifeboat but they wanted something different. They wanted God to save them. Well, you've got to recognize the lifeboat when you see it and be willing to step up to the plate and be willing to step through your fear at our, that's all Maryland's convergence, the visionaries in light convergence this year. We have a whole process on on stepping through <laughs> another whole process of stepping through the fear and we have to stand here stepping through the fear as Marilyn and Adaranda join us once again Okay, stand by, everyone, for more information. We'll get Marilyn back on the line with Adiranda. Stand by. What we are seeing is the amount of energy that is generated by your listening audience is bringing up as we are talking about fear. We don't know where we left off, but as we are talking about that fear of of what you what you are fearing is going to be made more manifest. That the energy got very very high. Uh, you know, our vessel Maryland seems to have broken out in a. a uh, glow, some would call it a sweat, <laughs> but it's a glow, according to her. And, and with that energy to know that now, 
Now is the time for you to move through your fear. Now is the time for you to accommodate your intention of love. And that is why we had the energy of the Visionaries in Light Convergence, the heartbeat of peace is what we are creating there. Um, with the the visionaries, a whole energy of moving through your fear. Can you imagine, dearest Lorraine, what the world would be like if people were not afraid of each other? A totally different place, a completely different place, and it's one that I envision, as so do other listeners as well. Yes, yes. Um, that is how we are stepping up to the plate. Mm. That is how we are moving through that energy. Does that help, huh? Oh, well, thank you for that pathway of clarity, wisdom, and love. Yes, we are here to assist in this shift in consciousness. So we surrender to the divine order, holding our intentions in our heart, trusting that we will be shown and we are daring enough to step through and move through our fear to accommodate the intention of love. Thank you, Adaranda, for that 17th dimensional perspective and message. It is our pleasure and our honor to speak with you today, dearest Lorraine. We see that you are also a change maker. You, not quite like Donald Trump, but um, you are still a change maker. You are invoking the shift of consciousness on this planet with your programs. And so we congratulate you for stepping through your fear and uh, accommodating that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Thank you. I hereby invoke the shift in consciousness. I got a big buzz on that. Thank you. Yes. Okay. We mm. love you deeply, and unless you have something more for us, we're going to let you turn back to the vessel, Marilyn, and, and accommodate that, eh? Okay. Thank you. Wonderful. We love you so much, and we love your your audience that we feel about and and accommodate that energy. And we bid each of you namaste. 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 <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> oh, I always man. feel like I've had a little nap. Uh, <laughs> okay. I've always wondered, I always love to hear what that's like for you as the vessel to channel that energy. How do you deal with the energy? What's that like? Well, it's it's so fascinating because I used to think that I would write a, a, a comedy routine about sitting in the bottom of a channel. Because okay, it's, that'd be funny. It's, yeah, it's really a, an interesting experience. I with Adiranda, I they I step aside and their entire energy comes in along with the council. Excuse mm. me, along with the council, and and when I come back, I I feel like I honestly feel like I've had a little nap. I I'm a trance channel, so I am not consciously aware of what's being said now. Adiranda and I, over the years, have blended together. So I remember what's, what has been said basically right now, but, you know, tomorrow it will be gone. But um, it is an interesting energy. I, I 
purchased the device at HeartMath, uh, to, the EMF device, to, to measure whether I'm in my heart center. And mm-hmm. it's a little electrical thing. And, and when I am channeling, I'm always in my heart center. You know, it was interesting because I tested that. I've had several people say I should have, you know, brain waves tested to put, you know, brain monitors on and see what happens to the brain when you're mm-hmm. channeling. And, and heart math may do that at some point, but, but it was fascinating to see the green light on the device when I do channel. So I, Adiranda is a spokesman for a council of 12 or more and, and they are here to help people know what it's like to be held in complete unconditional love. And and that's their intention. And I think that mm. that's why that's why they're they're such a heartfelt being, huh? Well, isn't that wonderful? It's what all beings on this planet should have come in with from the very beginning, this unconditional love wrapped in it. We know that's not the case. We know that's what many of us, and I can venture to say almost all of us, if not 101% of everyone listening to this show, envisions for our future that every being on our planet is bathed in that unconditional love. So thank you for such a beautiful experience and a wonderful message today from Adiranda and for sharing all about holographic healing Take a moment now and share with us more about how folks can work with holographic healing in their own life. This is in your special offer. It is. And I always, whenever I have done a telesummit in the past, I always take into meditation and ask what it is that I'm supposed to share. And for this, I was quite honestly quite surprised that... um, they wanted me to share so much. In uh, We have two packages, and one of the packages includes uh, three months of our double digit, which is uh, a monthly channeling with Adiranda, Q&A. It's live, video. If you're not able to attend, it's um, uh, recorded, so you can always refer to it later. Uh, a, a recorded video class, that's a two-hour class, um, on holographic healing and giving a bit of an introduction, but the biggest thing, it's a $644 class, and it's live. It's not recorded. <laughs> it's live. It's a five, it, it will be recorded, and you can always listen to it afterwards, but it's a five-week class in activating your own Akash and learning how to read the Akash of others if you want to go into a professional setting. It's about uh, going into the energy behind or underneath of physical pain, mental pain, spiritual pain, uh, emotional pain, uh, chronic disease, um, uh, chronic ailments, uh, ancestral inherited problems, um, and being able to correct them, being able to see, sense, feel, or hear, or know what the emotional core is in reading the Akashic Records in the new way to read the Akashic Records, and then release that. 
and it, the class is going to meet three times a week. Uh, we're going to start, I believe, it's the second week in July, and um, it is anytime you can't be there live with us, it is um, always recorded, and you can always accommodate that. Uh, each of the participants, I will give extra special attention to, and it, it I mean. I seldom offer a live, it's just so hard to offer a live thing on telesummits, right? Most of the people and have recordings. And with your busy that, schedule. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> exactly. This is, this is like uh, 15 sessions then. Yes. Yes, That's exactly. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 15 live sessions, including including classroom, where you get hands-on experience where we talk about this worked for me, this didn't work for me, and how to correct it and mm-hmm. what to do about that. And and that's in package one. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's 942 value, and you're offering it for 144. I also believe you have a payment plan. Is that correct? I could set that up. Absolutely. I'll do that. Well, that, I'll leave that up to you, but mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> then package B, or the second package, includes all of the above, the the three hours, three months of the double digit, which is a live broadcast galactic, uh, galactically. Well, maybe galactic people are listening. Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, with Adirond- <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't clue in and ask questions very much, but, but maybe if Eva does maybe <laughs> maybe Eva will help us out there um and, and others yeah a, what it's also live once a month on the on the double digit of the month with seven seven eight eight nine nine ten ten et cetera et cetera mm-hmm. um then the optimal health holographic healing video class, which is just a two hour class that really just kind of kind of introduces it, and then the live fifteen section five-week course that is a part of, if you wanted, it can be a part of a certification course in holographic healing. Um, And then, yes, yes, we're offering a certification requirement for for anybody who wants to do it professionally. And um, then that's package A for 144, and package B adds an hour-long, not a half an hour, an hour-long recorded um, Q&A private session with Adiranda and the whole Council of Light. I mean, I record it, send you an email, you set up an appointment, we do a, a live session. Um, and that is $1,119 value for two forty four. So mm. I couldn't believe they wanted to give all that away. <laughs> but- well, thank you for that. Again, that uh, live course 15 sessions with the uh, option to take it forward and get certified. I know that uh, the Akashic Records uh, is a popular subject, and what what's good about it is that it's already out there. It's in the quantum field, and this is significant. So thank you for sharing and offering that and for your personal sessions as well. So we that is uh, time for our session today. There were some wonderful comments coming in from people who shared their experience. Uh, let's see if I could just share one right oh, now. Good. Quickly. Um, 
Let's see. Oh, there's so much. Um, Sunny, Sunny says, uh, how can I be more gentle, graceful, and elegant? I did a visualization and saw myself in a mustard silk dress. I am Indian and heading back to Canada soon. Hmm. Oh, nice. Very nice. Well, I'm sure you're a kinder, gentler self as you were a native uh, American First Nations people will uh, find you in the next few weeks, huh? Great. Okay. Uh, Another question comes in. Barbara asks, how important is it to have taken the first holographic course if we take this new offer? Uh, If we miss the first one, will we cover some of the info in the new class? That is an excellent question, Barbara. I've designed the courses to be a complete standalone course to where if you want the certification, at some point you'll get to go back and do the first half. But if but it, this course, the Holographic Healing 2, it is designed as a complete standalone. So you don't ever have to go back and get the first section. Um, it's available on recording for 222. But and you can if you decide to. But it's not required at all. We will do. We will pick up some of the techniques that will be used in this new course, and it it is designed to be standalone. Great question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so again, that level one was rebuilding the physical body, and this is more getting to the emotional core and the cause of why it got there, how it got there. Beautiful. Yes. Okay. Um, a couple of other quick questions or comments that came in from that visualization today. and shares, I saw a hand appear and slap my face hard. I was a child. Then I was kicked so hard that I staggered to, to stay standing. What I learned is that these wounds are my strength and my resilience. Oh, how beautiful. Uh, mm. I'm sorry you had to go through the pain, but if it brought you to this point in your life, you know, be thankful for that. Wow. Yes. I mean, again, the power of awareness of the work is by being aware of this memory, of this Akash work that you're helping so many work with. And uh, here's another one. Stephanie, she says, I saw a lion's face, and I believe the message was to stand in my power. (laughs) Beautiful. Yes. Yay. Good job, Stephanie. Very good. Thank you. Uh, Well, that is our time today. Our apologies for not getting to every question and all those hands raised, but we do invite you to check out the special offer with Marilyn Harper on that special offer button. Scroll down on this webpage, 15 sessions live with Marilyn, recorded if you miss it as well. Marilyn, as we say goodbye today, any last words or comments for us? You know, I would just love to share with your audience my gratitude for them and for you, Lauren. Uh, You know, I am so grateful to be here, and gratitude goes a long ways. And, you know, Adirondas' words have always been, be the love that you are destined to be. And um, that that sort of our flavor 
uh, our intention is that we are all made up of love and we have in the past may have grown separate from that. However, now is the time when we are standing in our power, stepping into our grace with gratitude. Stepping into our grace with gratitude. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Marilyn. Really, have a beautiful time on your journey to the Sundance Ceremony. Uh, We will be joining you in our hearts as well. And we so thank you for this celebration on Solstice. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. Well, beautiful, everyone, and I thank you for joining us as well on our solstice ceremony, and now we're going to dance our way to the cosmic heart. So have a little bit of fun and know that this series in these songs, they kind of pick up speed at the end, so just dance and enjoy for as long as your heart desires. Here we go.
wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at Acoustic Health. Namaste.
The conference is now completed. Goodbye.